This is Bliss Radio. Episode 26, Coffee and Records. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are enjoying your beautiful week. It is Wednesday. Oz and myself are in the studio on Mondays. We're starting our week off with some coffee. Uh, this time, they didn't give me any decaf, Oz. They did not. No, they did not, and I asked for that well, extra. You were bold today, too. I went for that extra at shop, brother. I had to. Nice. It was a long weekend, so I was like, I need something to get my Monday kick-started. I wanted to bring some of that energy with, like how you brought that energy last right? week when you, I was like, man, I gotta start doing the ass shot, man. Dude, I'm telling you, that thing, when, I, when that thing, like, touches you, man, yeah. it, it goes in, in, like, first taste, the first taste in your, in your, in your palate and your, in your, underneath your tongue. Yeah. I mean, it, it wakes you up. What do, what do you do when, when you get that, like, that, the crash, like, when, the, with the, like, everybody? I don't crash. You don't crash? I don't crash. I, 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 I don't know why. I don't crash. It's not like, oh, like, like energy drink crash right nope i don't get a, i don't get a crash i just keep going throughout the day it's just something else something else and move on it's just that initial push when i get up right. i don't know i just like to have my coffee that's i think one of the things i never liked when i used to drink energy drinks i used to work uh my double job and i was working that ugly shift of going in like at one o'clock in the morning getting out like around one o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock sometimes in the afternoon and then I would drink an energy drink just to kind of keep my day going either because sometimes I had a wedding on a Friday. Joe knows this. Joe's a witness to this. Joe's up in the building again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I remember Joe, <laughs> he would see me. I would like crash mm-hmm. out like because I've had, I would have an energy drink like around six in the morning because that's when you're feeling it. Even right. though that was a, like, even though that was like the rush for us at the time, like at work, like we had to get everything, the first drivers out, you know, and then pulling trailers, moving trucks and all that okay. stuff. It was like, man, I was dragging my feet. I was already there from like one, one, one o'clock in the morning. So I would drink an energy drink. And by the time it went through my system and everything, by the end of my shift, when I'm doing the computer work and I'm sitting down, it hits me like a ton of bricks and knowing it's like, Man, I still have to go to work right now. Like, I would go home, take a cold, cold shower just to kind of, like, shock the body back right. and to, yep. like, get you going. Like, that's one thing I never like. And I used to always take a nap right before we'd go super early, set up, have plenty of time to go eat, plenty of time to even take a nap. And then, all right, let's get the day going. Let's keep it going. But, yeah, man, I'm hoping I don't crash with this coffee, man. I keep saying, drink water, change your socks. I'm trying. I'm doing the water thing. Drink water and change your socks. Trust me, the socks makes a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> that is something absolutely right. I think that's every person right there. No matter how your day is going, as long as you have a nice, clean pair of socks on, you feel good. Yeah, it's got to be fresh good. on your feet, man. Oh, man. Speaking of being on your feet, um, you know, I'm on my Crocs today. I saw that. I saw that. I accident. I'll be honest with you. Uh-huh. I, I tap show uh, on, the, on our way to the to coffee, mm-hmm. the, on our way to the coffee house. We, Joe and I kind of, I tapped him on the shoulder and go, oh my God, he's wearing his Crocs. Yeah, oh man. Oh my God. I accidentally rolled my, my ankle on oh, you su- did. Sunday morning. Sunday morning? Yeah, it was Sunday. Um, I was going to the car and I was putting the baby in. I lost my step. It's not a curb. It was just like a roll, like a, well, not the, not the regular curves, not the square curves. The round it out. The round out. Yeah. And I accidentally like just slipped and my ankle went like that. Shit. It I, it didn't snap because I was able to catch it. Right. But it was like, oh, it just hurts. Like it just hurts. So I was like, you know what? I don't have any meetings today. And my meetings are, well, I have one meeting, but.
but it's in Zoom. So they're not going to see my feet. <laughs> I love the Zoom and, meetings. Yeah, man. I love the Zoom meetings. And then nobody was going to be here at the office. So I was like, I'm going to go in my Crocs. You know what? Right. And I used to give Sal Cortez so much. I used to make fun of him so much. <laughs> my wife got me on the Croc game. But, man, they are super, super comfy. Um, I know they don't look the prettiest. I know it's a trendy thing right oh, now. It Every- is a trendy thing. Yeah, man. Everybody's on the Croc game. Like, everybody, you you go to the mall. You go to the uh, to the stores. You go to the... Um, to restaurants, you you go everywhere, and I even see them at the gym, bro. People are wearing yeah. them at the gym. It's like, dude, why would you wear that at the gym? You're working out. If a weight lands on your foot, brother, it's game over for you. I've seen foots go flat, like literally tortilla flat, like flat, flat, well, like flatbread. Well, I think that's if you wear any type of shoe. I'm, I'm like, I'm not wearing any steel toes to the to the <laughs> gym, but like, I think people are. Um, but that, that's my point. Is like. With a tennis shoe, they're wearing tennis shoe covered toes. Can you imagine with no nothing at least to protect your feet, at least open exposed toe, man? I don't know. I don't know. This they, uh, again, they're really comfy. I bet. No, they look comfortable. Trust me. Yeah, like Joe, you don't own a pair? No, I don't. No, my sister does, and I'd rather wear <laughs> I'd rather wear regular slippers than actual Crocs. Really? <laughs> same here. Same here. Have you guys ever tried them? Uh-uh. No. Nope. Well, again, I was like, I was right there in your seat. I used to be like, nope. I'm not against them. Yeah. I'm not against them. I'm just, I prefer my my feet that way. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because I've seen brides even put these on mm-hmm. at the end of the night. And yep. man, yeah, absolutely. I've seen and they're too. dancing on the dance floor. And I'm like, you're doing it right. <laughs> again, they're not the prettiest. They're not the prettiest. They're big. They're, they, they, you know, they're, but man, they're so comfy. Sal makes fun of me now. He goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. What's all that talk you used to do? I'm like, I know, I know. Oh, no, I'm not making fun of yeah. you. Absolutely not making fun of me. I used to. I used to make fun of Sal all the time. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, they, they just feel good, man. My ankle's starting to feel a little bit better. Like, good, good. Again, I was like, yeah, It doesn't man. look swollen or nothing. Dude, it was bad yesterday. It was bad. Like, really bad. Like, I was like, oh, man, I messed that up. Um were you drinking when you when you slipped? No, no I wasn't actually. I was oh, not. Shit. Okay, no, okay. I was not. I was actually sober. Oh, that's even early, worse. It was, it was early <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, I was like, man, at least this could happen when I was at least. I could say, yeah, I had a beer. So yeah, that could have lied and made I made, made that scar even more interesting. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, as uh, our last weekend off, we are going into full blown wedding season once again. I yes. had my weekend off. Um, I just gotta say, when is the ninety nine ever gonna be done? Oh my god, I don't, it seems like forever. It's already been like. 2013 when i moved here dude they started that project and before that it's 10 years already folks and i don't see any improvement before whatsoever Before that they've been doing the 99 for so long if it's not in fresno it's not in madera it's in merced it's not in merced it's by um stockton it's just when is it gonna be done mm-hmm. like when like i don't know again i was just telling you it's they split the lanes and they have this narrow lane for 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 the cars to go I have a small car. I was like, I barely fit through here. And I'm seeing these semis in front of me doing like 50. They have to at least be doing 50 to 60. And they're flying through. I'm like, bro. Like nothing, right? You are like inches away from the guardrail, inches away from the divider. Like, I've seen that. That's good driving. I've seen that. But and that's interesting you mentioned that if something was to happen on us it's a pile up right there it just it's a it's a horrible imagination just Ugh. to consider it's not only that it's so look i understand the department of transportation has uh 
a, 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 they have to have the I think eleven or twelve feet from each shoulder line. So no matter if the lane shifts or or anything, mm-hmm. you lose the shoulder. You lose the shoulder, but you do not lose the width of the lane, which is again a standard that they have to have. Yeah. So the mindset of a truck driver has to be a hundred times worse because even when I'm driving my car, I feel like I don't have enough room to get my car through there. Yeah. And now these truck drivers that are wider and higher and heavier, I'm pretty sure they're like pooping bricks. Oh man, I because you can feel. I know you can feel when the weight shifts in the back in your trailer mm-hmm. and somebody didn't strap it down like those dock workers. I'm not gonna say we. I know a little thing about that or two. You know, <laughs> I'm not strapping stuff down. Some drivers that are might listening be like, "Jr., you never strapped down that that pallet." Learn how to drive, bro. <laughs> that was always that was always the argument in the dock. Always argument in the dock when drivers would come back the next day. I'd be like, "Hey, that pallet fell over, and you didn't strap it down, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Bro, I know I strapped it down. I didn't strap it down. I was in a hurry, man. Come on now." <laughs> but again, dude, like I was just like, "Yo, that's brave," and I was just like, "When are they gonna be done? When are they gonna be done with that 99, man?" It, it's same thing with the five. Down south in LA. Well, you tell me that. You, oh yeah, the five. Oh, horrible. Not even. I think everybody in the, in the LA area is just. That's just their normal now. That's just their normal. Like in the Burbank mm-hmm. area, I think you're oh, talking about. Yeah, Burbank area. It's just their normal, man. You say you take the five when you head up north, right? When you go back home. I take the five. I go from the 198 uh-huh. through Hanford and Lamore, mm-hmm. and I go straight to the five, and it's much faster simply because. Right now, there's no construction. Mm. So I look at that. I factor that. Number yeah. one, there's no construction. If there is, there's, there's a little gap there that, that's got that that lane shift or they might have fixed it. Right. But they, the traffic's always going at 75 to 80 miles an hour nonstop. If you're right. going less than 70, you're like holding up traffic. You're, you're, in, you're endangering yourself. Right, right. Because you can get hit by one of these cars, be, get rear-ended by one of these other cars. But... I take that, and it's so much faster for me. You're adding 12 miles to mm-hmm. your trip, but it's so much faster. See, I don't mind the five. The only thing, uh, I don't mind the five going south because I'm used to that drive. But if I was to take the 198 to the five, going shoot, shoot up to Sacramento with it, um, I don't think I could do it just because of I have to see things. Like, you know how the 99, you're going through towns, you're seeing buildings, yeah. you're seeing businesses, you're seeing all that stuff. Um, there's a gas station almost every half a mile away from apart from that each is other. True. About two miles. In the five, there's nothing. There's just hills and foothills and hills and hills and hills. Oh yeah. And there's nothing. And then when you're driving back, it's cool because it's pitch black and you kind of get to see the sky a little bit more, but it's it's a little bit more for me it's a little bit boring. It is. It could get boring. Like yeah. I said, it, it again, you're you're out there, you want to get faster, that's right. the way. Yeah. You want to be bored? <laughs> and I think our listeners are going to be like, pick one or the other, JR. You either want to be no no, uh, no construction and pick be your bored. Poison. Yeah, pick your poison. I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to stick with the construction and just take it easy in right. those routes. But yeah, man, I was just like, when are they going to be done with this? Mm-hmm. And not only that, wait, no, hold on. Let me add to that. So if I go on the 99, uh, you pro- you, I know you felt your car fall, almost fall apart with these huge-ass potholes, dude. On the 99. Bro, I thought I bent a rim. I thought I was back in my old days cruising with low profile tires. I'm like, I know I had to bend a rim right there. Yo, that's 
my god that's horrible i mean, I'm, i don't even have to say it, folks i'm pretty sure y'all agree california streets and highways are horrible, oh, yeah. horrible. absolutely mexico is getting better at their streets <laughs> for real yo that's one of the reasons i haven't put rims on the truck one of the main reasons is because of so many potholes and you know shout out to all these dudes all the guys all the you know all the car clubs out there and truck clubs that put um nice wheels and, and low profile tires and um you know i get it you're supposed to drive slow but sometimes you're not paying attention you hit that pothole and you're on a small low profile tire there goes your rim buddy and it's and rims are not cheap i've, I've trust me i've looked for rims you want good quality rims you're spending anywhere from like four to five grand oh yeah each e yeah that's not including the tire folks not including the tires in the custom life world you are you want customized rims because you always want to be different from the other person mm-hmm. you want to have the same look but different style you know you, you know that way you can always say oh you're copying so and so it's a different rim different design so they're customizing these rims for you and you're spending easily five grand just on the on the rims then the tires because now they're going so wide in the back um ridiculously sized and, and you know it's it's re- they look really nice yeah they look, do they look really nice but man, sexy yeah chulos hey. pero you're driving and you you mess up one of those rims oh they're like ouch ouch yeah that's one of the reasons why i haven't i i've, I've held back on getting rims man just because i'm like our our streets are not the the smoothest yeah. no i'm no, sorry no. and i get when you probably need a trailer but oh then you'll be made fun of because yeah. it's a trailer truck yeah trailer queen that's what we call Tra- it trailer queen that's what i meant there you go but again pick your poison pick your poison <laughs> episode 26 brother hi how was your last weekend off like how was yours i you know i did a little i i talked a little bit about mine how was yours brother so for those who know me personally and knows me about my family and I, and I'm and I'm sure I can talk about it now because he's better. My cousin, he got in a car accident, serious car accident. Um, and I've been going back and forth to San Jose every weekend. So I'm thankful that I didn't have any gigs mm-hmm. over the weekend, the last yeah. three weekends. But I, that's where I've been spending my weekend is going to visit my my aunt and my uncle. Aunt, sorry, uh, you know, blessings uh, for for them and big shout out they're hanging in there but good, man. there good. was there was a point where they literally looked defeated it, it was so difficult this, these last past three weeks All right, man. so no it, it, everything's optimistic he's on the right track good he, good I'm, I'm talking about life support stuff you know good, so. good man prayers to the family and Amen. i'm glad that because it's doing really good man i know that that has really you know behind the scenes we we talk about that yeah so man, I'm really glad that that worked out great for you. And you know, he's on a spinny recovery. Um, I myself went to go visit my sister one more time. Okay. I took my mom out there. Um, my daughter loves seeing her tia. <laughs> loves seeing her tia. But I really enjoyed this month off. And we did one or two events here and there, but having my weekends off and like, even though I did meetings, hosted some meetings, and, and but it wasn't like. Because for me, I prepare, I start preparing for my event on Thursday, mm-hmm. mindsetting myself, rereading the names, playing the songs, making sure I have the right cue points, making sure everything, rereading those timelines back and forth. Yep. Um, 
visualizing in my head the venue okay how am i gonna set up do i need to set up this looking at the amount of guests do i need to take an extra speaker um and then sometimes even calling the guys like hey do you guys need anything are you guys good like mm-hmm. the vendor the, and everything venue, yeah. everything other vendors yeah. yeah or even with you guys like you know hey are you are you mm-hmm. set for your weekend and and, and it was really nice to kind of like disconnect for a little bit and there was days where i would disconnect where i didn't open up my laptop and i didn't open up my phone really um but it was nice to get to see my daughter grow and that has really hit me really hard man like it, it's just been like one of those things where like damn like she mm-hmm. grew up so fast because when when my wife had our baby it was right in the middle of the spring weddings oh yeah i remember <laughs> right in the middle of the spring wedding put it to you guys this way i went to work the day she was in labor early that morning by her she said it was cool by my wife she said it was cool so don't kill me people <laughs> um i can already feel the people like you know the people are saying like jr how could you go and how could you leave your wife she told me go ahead and set up and come back for me you know what i'm saying um but when i stayed at the hospital the next day we left the next day on tuesday i went right back to it like I was right back to work I had to go right back to where we had a high profile case a uh, high profile event we had to take care of so I had to make sure I was there and I didn't get to enjoy my daughter as much as I like now I'm like man I, I, I missed out but I, you know I had my moments I remember those moments when I would come home late at night and I would pick her up and just hold her because that was when she would yeah. sleep for she would only be awake for like one or two hours a day and we'll go back to sleep those good times you know yeah, those shit. were the good times <laughs> um but yeah man i was just like man she grew up so fast but i i, I appreciated i was able to take t- that time off and to be with her and watch her grow a little bit and see her little personality she's becoming and um so i was really excited for that man so nice nice i am not gonna lie bro i'm nervous Nervous, again. nervous. I'm starting to get nervous again for this weekend. Nice. No, you'll be, you'll do fine. It comes back. Oh it yeah, comes back. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Oh, uh, trust me. I know it'll come back, but it's, it's those butterflies. It's like, whew, okay. I have everything. What am I missing? Oh, oh I'm yeah. I forget something. Oh man, I forgot this. Yeah, because we reloading the vans, reloading cables, uh, making sure I have all the right cables, <laughs> making sure I have lights. Oh, making sure I update my my lap my uh, iPad for. For the lighting system that we have, making sure um, do a function. You want to do a function test before, so if it, yes. something doesn't work, you want to catch it. Yes, this week, not at the event. Yep, yep. I have th- uh, to me. I have three days, uh, and I'm not gonna lie, folks. Right now, we're gonna be well. Today's episode's a very special episode. Again, we're gonna bring you a special episode. Oz, this just happened, Mike. I know. Funny, we're talking about function text and yes. tests. And again, you guys, my chip on my computer gave me an error again and it erased all, all my music on that chip. But if you guys remember, two episodes ago, I made a copy. Yes, you did. I made a copy, but I didn't update the final like folder list. So all the music is there. I just have to kind of go. And luckily, I just finished it on Friday rearranging so some of the folders it's fresh in my mind i know what exactly what i'm gonna do so oz let's do it i'm down can you, can you do go. an extra set can you do a little bit longer set today you got, i got this bro don't trip i got this perfect i know the fans are gonna the fans are in great hands with you. i Come know on now. let's Come go on. no it's cool 
We have some questions though that we're gonna get back to after your after yes. your mix, though, right? Absolutely, we got those questions for you guys. Thank you, you guys, for those questions. Yeah, thank you so much for those questions, and to all of our new listeners, welcome to Coffee and Records. We are your hosts, Jared Prez and DJ Oz. Uh, we got questions from our fans. We I got a really good one, brother. Um, I was asked this weekend. Also, shout out to my sister. She was telling me that when we were playing the early two thousand stuff and like. All the mid two thousand stuff, right? It was give, uh, it was bringing back memories for her, right? So even like for her coworkers around the office, you know, I was telling you that they already started listening to it, and they're like, "Oh man, like I remember when this song, and I remember going to the club to this song, and I remember uh, getting ready to go to the club to that song, and this, this, and that, like back in their old days, man." So it was all really right, cool to hear right. that. That's so, good to hear. That's yeah, good that was to really hear. good to hear. I was like, "Oh snap!" I'll share that with Oz right uh, there. Uh, all right. So what I'm gonna do now, just because you said that, okay, I'm gonna play. I'll play some 60s But Ooh. it's gonna make It's the 60s They are remixes Okay However They're gonna make you move they're Okay gonna make you wanna work out even more Do that extra drive That extra set There you go Watch it There Watch you go it. Just listen folks Yes sir Alright Coffee and Records Episode 26 Live in the mix DJ Oz Let's go brother This is Bliss Radio Y'all ready for this? <laughs>
no chaser with no trouble. And I'm always happy, let's make some rules. If I know that you're little, I'll be seeing double. Gotta do what you got some
hurt me till I can get my satisfaction. Pushed me and then just hurt me till I can get my satisfaction. Only a few will understand. Now on Bliss Radio. I like I like my Mexican food spicy, bro. Oh, I have. I to. can't eat not spicy Mexican food. My mom has always since I was and since I can remember, like spicy food. Everything she right. made at the house was like picoso, like las salsas bien picosas. Like right, um, she'd be making that salsa where she's uh, toasting the the chiles and you got the whole house smelling, crying, everybody's and tearing, everybody <laughs> coughing and just like. <clears throat> You know that, that the, you know the fumes. Sorry about that. So you know the fumes when you when you roast the the red chiles, yeah, the little man. fine red. That that's like the same type of uh, tear gas is made out of, but stronger. Is, yes, that's oh. what. Oh yeah, dude, it's, it's more so concentrated. You, and so stuff. what you're saying is that since I grew up in a Mexican household with that happening to me almost every day, <laughs> I should be okay with tear gas. You should be better at it. <laughs> I have a bigger chance than everybody else. Yep, <laughs> bro. I just. I have to so for we were just talking about chilaquiles and, and chile rellenos and all those um, delicious plates. Yeah, I can I can eat them, but right now, right now that I'm on a diet, I'm not trying to eat them. You can eat small portions. Well, man. Small portions, yes. Small portions, small just, portions, and, and you know, but I'm trying to stay away from it because okay. just just so you know. You're, it, Eat, just eat a small portion, like maybe a third of what you're used to. Because yeah. I know when I eat good, oh, dude, my mom oh, yeah. gets down, dude. Like, oh, I, I honestly, have like two, three chile rellenos, bro. Absolutely. That's in one sitting, folks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> sitting, I'll, I'll tear up two, three chile rellenos and then with the rice and the beans on the side. Yeah. And the tortillas, oh, especially if they're homemade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking from scratch, from the the... the it's not flour. I don't know if you like flour tortillas with that, but some people like corn. I like corn. So I don't know how. What's masa? Masa the dough. I, I said dough. dough. Yeah, dough. The corn dough. There you go. Corn dough. Yeah, corn dough. Yeah, um, dude. I'm. Yeah. If I'm gonna sit down and eat, I want to eat that good. Man. I can't eat just <laughs> a quarter of what what I eat normally. Okay. I know it's discipline. hard. Discipline. Discipline. Yeah, yeah. We go back to discipline, brother. Um, I had. What did I have? I had like a little sampler platter on Friday. We went to go eat at this spot in Sacramento. It was pretty cool. Um, and it was just one of those where I was just like, 
yeah, my body's not liking this. <laughs> my oh. body took a my body took a hit this negative week. on that, huh? Yeah, man. Well, you know, last last weekend of vacationing, you know, went a little while, and yeah, the body just said no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but I do love spicy food, man. A little spicy. I don't know. It's weird. I have to have spicy food with everything. Like absolutely. I, I, I have to have like something. Something has to be spicy, and, and if I'm eating a sandwich, whether I'm eating a taco, whether I'm eating a pasta, whether I'm eating a wings, I love the mango habanero <laughs> wings. We've talked about this before. Um, I mean, I just have to. Like, I, you, you are you the same? Yeah, yeah, I gotta have it. I gotta have that spice. Even even with spaghetti, I gotta have salsa on the side. <laughs> Everybody looks at me weird, bro. It's I don't know. It's just a thing. Like I, that's something I guess. Um, I guess. We grew up like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Every meal had to have spice. Yeah. yeah. My no. daughter is like, when we go to like eat at a Mexican restaurant and they give us the chips, she'll want us to dip it in the little salsa. You know how it's not hot, but right. it has like that little kick to it. Right. Bro, she loves that. Like now she's, she'll like taste it and she'll ha ha more, more. It's <laughs> not <laughs> so like, are you serious? Dude, let me tell you, I grew up getting disciplined every time I did something wrong. Uh-huh. My mom or my uncle or my aunt, whatever, whoever, whoever the adult was, yeah. they used to put hot peppers in my mouth. If I could set a bad word, oh. instead of washing out with soap, yeah. I actually had that done too. But they, the, I got used to the, the the jalapeno in my mouth, the chili, the spiciness and everything. I got used to that. So I love it. Like, I'll cut some more if I can have some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, my, I, so this is on my dad's I I never got to meet my grandparents. So I'm very blessed that Annalise is uh, able to be around her grandparents because I I didn't I grew up not knowing my grandparents, but on my dad's side, my grandfather on my dad's side, he used to be that type of uh, uh, man that if they weren't eating at home, if they went to let's say for example, if I invited him over to my house and there was no chiles, he had his own personal chiles in his ha- in his pocket. <laughs> he had his own chiles in his pocket. He would take the he would take his own chiles or his mm-hmm. own salsa mm-hmm. in his pocket. Now if he didn't word if he didn't. Even let's say I made a salsa, yep. but it wasn't spicy enough for him. He take it out of his pocket, he'd take it out, uh, and he uh, just put yep. it on there, man. And these are stories that my dad told me. He goes, yeah, you're, and and I think my sisters, my mom, kind of told me that, but my dad told me, yeah, he goes, your grandfather, he goes, my he dad, have to, he goes, he has to have chile with everything. He would he would have, um, he would go to people's houses, and if they didn't have chile, he would take out his own. Oh yeah, siempre cargaba los uh, unos serranos, unos unos chiles. Chiles that he would always carry something spicy in case he would like ate somewhere that they didn't have that. And back in the day in the ranchos, it's you know they didn't have that luxury. Of, no, especially when my grandparents where they lived lived in a ranch, so they didn't mm-hmm. have that luxury of going to restaurants and eating. But whenever they got invited to like people's houses, like especially for during Christmas, las posadas and <laughs> all that, yeah, my grandfather was like that man. Hey, <laughs> two things, two things on that. <laughs> My parents still do that. They 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 have like dried up jalapenos. Yeah, and they're good. They dry. They're dry. They dry them like. And I'm not talking. They have like a process or anything. They leave them in the car so yeah. the heat dries them. Yeah. that's naturally heat. So it's natural naturally dried. dried. Yeah. So yeah. they carry that and they eat that. And and honestly, I've, we've gone out to eat and then the food's not spicy. My yeah. mom will go into her purse and uh, wrapped around the napkin. Yep, 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 yep. And then in a little Ziploc bag, undo the sandwich bag and everything, take it out and then just bite it. Yeah, man. Second thing on that is Mexicans, and I'm telling you because I'm Mexican, Mexicans are so used to and want the spiciness, we put it on freaking candy, bro. Oh, even on beer. 
beer. Like we're so into it. Like we want spicy beer. Everything. So everything is everything needs to be spicy. And, and I know other cultures are the same way. Yeah. I know that the Philippines are also the same uh, way. Yeah, I see that, friends. Yeah. Um, I know there's there's different different uh, races that have to have spice. It, it, you know, we're just talking from our experience, yeah, from what we see. Uh, absolutely. Um, if you've seen something different, I know I tried that pickle juice shot with, what was it, Jameson? Oh, or yeah, the, the, the pick, uh, pick, uh, what is it called? A pickleback. Pickleback. Dude, that thing was bomb, dude. That, that was really good, man. That's delicious, dude. Yeah. You and didn't taste the Jameson, huh? The, nope. The Jameson wasn't there, and, and you know, it was weird, because I thought, Jameson, pickle juice, I'm, 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 I'm skeptical about the pickle juice to begin with. <laughs> And the only reason I drink it is after a good workout, I use it, I drink it so I don't get cramped. Uh-huh. But the Jameson and that together, like, <laughs> wait a minute, I like this, and yeah. I somewhat don't like that. <laughs> yeah. It was good, though. It was good. It was really it was good. good. No, it was great. I actually loved it. I want more. I wish I knew how to do it. Super easy, bro. Just pour a little bit of pickle juice and a little bit of Jameson. Hey, it's got, There's got to be consistency, though. Yeah, it's got to be consistency, yeah. You gotta be here in your early twenties to be able to handle all that. <laughs> that's me. There you go. Twenty one, brother. Yeah, you go. But yeah, man, it, it, that's pretty cool that you asked me that because that just brought me memories. And I know my mom does that. I see her, my mom doing that. Um, we go to Disneyland. Or, oh, yeah. or we go somewhere and they don't have chiles there. She just takes out the little napkin, rolled up in the chile, and and sauce. Like yep, yep. And then she'll be like, "You want some?" Sure, why not? Oh, Let's yeah, come. Yeah, <laughs> you look around so nobody sees you. Yeah, you, look. you don't want Mickey Mouse watching you eating a jalapeno. Oh, you guys, episode 26, DJ Oz. Thank you so much for holding down that mix, brother. I was, I, while you were doing that mix, I was working on my computer. Yeah. Um, luckily, I have a copy of it. Sweet. So tonight, I am going to take my time, flip that, uh, turn that over, um, copy back up, create those crates. Luckily, again, Fresh in my head, so I know exactly what I'm mm-hmm, doing. I know mm-hmm. exactly where the songs are at. Um, I haven't added anything really new, so I think I'm gonna be okay. That's why I'm not too stressed out about it. Sucks. I put in countless hours uh, doing that. Sucks, but um, I'll be good to go by for for Friday's episode, All brother. Right. So yeah, man, thank you so much for holding that down. If you, you need guys, music, bro, I appreciate you. Man. Just take my take my drive, dude. I appreciate you. Bring so it back much, when man. you're done. Appreciate it so much. Uh, we got some questions. We do. Yeah. Joe, what do we got, brother? All right. So the first question is actually a two-part question. Okay. So the first part is, what's your favorite part about being a DJ? Ooh. Ooh. What's the second part? And the second part is, what's your least favorite part about being a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm going to answer the, the the second part first. I'm going to go first on these. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the least favorite part about being a DJ is breaking down everything. Packing everything up because I'm already tired, folks. <laughs> we put in a long day. And if you're a DJ and you're listening, you know exactly what I am talking about. You don't want to pick up, you don't want to roll up and pick up that cable that somebody spilled beer on or it's wet because soda got stuck on it, whatever. You don't want to do any of that. You just want to like get in the car and drive. It's not like a regular job. Right. We have to clean up our own stuff that we bring to the venue right. and go. I don't know about you, but that's... I, you know what? I don't mind that. You don't mind that? No, man. I, I never liked it, bro. Well, I don't mind the setup. Yeah. I I love the production side of it. I love rolling up cables. I love packing up the stuff. I love... It's like a Lego set. Like, you 
put it all together. Tetris. And you, yeah, Tetris. And you can just take it all down and you just that satisfaction of neatly rolling up the cable. And again, we I think we've said this before. You have a different way that you showed me, which I'm I use uh, certain cables, but I have my way. Um, I kind of copied my way with Sal's way because you know whenever we're together, it's like he knows how to roll up right. my cable. I know how to roll up his cable. It's just muscle memory. It's just like man. I just gotta say, yeah, I'm gonna say this right now. Just because your car sounds loud doesn't mean it goes fast, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's, um, again, I'm just gonna do it like that. There you go. There's another one. Sorry about that, folks. We're we're still padding up our studio, so it's slowly we're gonna get away from the the car noises outside. Anyways, yeah, man, I, I like that. I like that. I don't mind doing it. I just don't. Yeah, I, I know. I mind doing it. After the show Sometimes when it's like a long Long day yeah. Long event You look around And you're like Did I really have to bring All those extra up lights <laughs> Well no it's like for I'll give you an example Of, of, of when I don't like do, uh, Cleaning up or Picking up the, the production side uh-huh. So Let's say we're doing An outdoor venue Oh yeah And it's outdoors Outdoors I'm sorry Let's say we're doing An outdoor venue <laughs> <laughs> And it's cold outside that's what I meant to say, folks. The caffeine's kicking in, bro. Yeah, you did. Oh, please keep this in. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, right, caffeine folks. kicked in. And the caffeine kicked in. No. So we're outdoor, and it's super cold and close to winter. We get that rain, even though folks are coming in and out. Yeah. Your hands are cold from mixing. You're holding the microphone, walking back and forth. You're out there exposed. You're, mm-hmm. Even though you're bundled up, your hands have to have... That natural grip on the turntables and yeah. the buttons, so you don't double tap the button mm-hmm. and make mistakes. So I don't like doing it at that point. Yeah, that's when it really sucks for me. To me, I I, I don't know. I just still like it. I you still know. like it. Yeah. Okay. So what's that was your least favorite part? Okay. What's your favorite part of being a DJ? The favorite part is, and that ever since I've done my first club, my first event. Part house party, venue, wedding, quinceañera, whatever it was. If in the beginning when there is no one dancing, you know, everybody's shy. Everybody's like barely getting there. They don't have the, the tequila hasn't kicked in or whatever. Even though they're no, that nobody is dancing, I get satisfaction by watching folks dancing at the table on their chairs. Oh, yeah, that's that cool. is a satisfaction. <laughs> I know I got them. I know I see those people smiling, right, right. and they look around and they're jamming. They know they're dancing on their chair. Mm-hmm. That that's a satisfaction for me. Nice. That's it. That, that, that's that my favorite, favorite part. part. Yes, sir. Okay. My, I'm gonna go the reverse on the. My favorite part is at the end of the night, the end of your show, at the end of. I have two favorite parts. So at the end of the night. When you're done, you said, all right, friends and family, thank you so much. Whether it's at a wedding, quinceanera, nightclub, a corporate event, whatever it is. Thank you guys so much. Hope you guys had a great time. Please don't drink and drive. Make sure you guys get an Uber, get a uh, sober driver, you know, leave the cars behind, blah, blah, blah. And then you get the 30-year-old that comes up and says, yo, that was awesome, man. Thank you. You get the 40-year-old. Yo, thank you so much for playing all those music. Thank you for keeping us on the dance floor. But then when you get 60 and above, yeah. grandma, grandpa, aunt and uncle, and they come up to you, amazing job. Thank you so much. And you see on the dance floor, you have 
all ages dancing like they're just having a great time like you bring family together to have a great time you bring friends together you bring people together because in that moment nothing matters nothing matters but that moment right there of them having a great time like people disconnect um whether they could be going through a hard time at home whether financially they're going through a hard time emotionally they're going through a hard time but in that moment when they're on the dance floor none of that matters they escape yes they do. whether they were on the dance floor for an hour whether they were on the dance floor for 10 minutes whether they were on the dance floor for one song when we do the the couples dance because there's some there's times where people don't want to dance because it's you know it's not their vibe but once we slow it down and we put on like a uh, like a tennessee whiskey song or um alan green let's stay together or something like that yeah that one song that one song that because they're not fast dancers they're like hey we'd like to slow it down because we do slow it down for them in any event we slow it down and you get them on the dance floor and you just see them looking into their eyes it might not say nothing because mm-hmm. of what they're thinking right when they got on the dance floor but that look in their eyes brings back them. a memory brings yep. back a memory for them brings back that moment where when they were younger and they went out to dance or when they was their wedding or whatever the case was no matter where we're at that's my favorite part when exactly. at the end of the night yeah all those uh, everybody comes up and, and you got different age groups and you're like you were dancing to hotel service by pitbull and you know <laughs> grandma's like it was awesome it yeah. was an energy that to me is my favorite hands yep. down part uh, my other favorite part is i believe it's being able to travel okay yeah being able to travel to perform for brides and grooms and for any corporate events um, being able to travel getting to see new venues getting to be in front of new people learning stuff because when they're doing their speeches i'm like wow some of those speeches are just oh yeah they touch gotta, you they, they touch you You gotta collect yourself sometimes before you even get on the mic i i've done it before and it's either the dad saying something best man saying something uh, mom saying something and you're just like oh man or the best ones when the groom just takes control of that mic and he just bam puts it out there and I'm just like wow I'm all like I wish I could say I, like organically like oh yeah say something like that at an instant not me I would have to write it down yeah. I would have to write down something like that but like, when they just like spit it out like nothing dude is like yeah I'm like, dude, that's freaking touching. Well, it's remember when I did that toast at Hot Dog's wedding? I didn't know I was gonna give a toast. Okay, okay, yeah. We were we were messing around with telling Sal he was gonna be giving a speech, and Sal's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Sal's like, nope. He was let let. I let remember his, that, yeah. you know. And I was I was hosting it. I was with you, mm-hmm. even though we were in the wedding. We were all hosting it. We all jumped in there and, yep, and did yep. the wedding. We as good, DJs, good we cannot just sit down at an event. <laughs> um, so we were. I was hosting and I remember and this is again when I was drinking pretty good I wasn't too much into my drinks I had just barely had like two because we were outside doing photos we were running around for the ceremony the bar wasn't open yet so I I snuck in like two drinks and going into that speech I didn't write down anything I just spoke it from the heart Mm -hmm. and what I felt about Yvonne and Oscar man Um, I was just I was I got emotional dude yeah, I yeah. got in my I was feels. Just, I was just gonna ask you: Have you ever gotten emotion, yeah, man. emotional from a speech that you've heard, like me? 
everybody knows I love my kid. Yeah. But my daughters, man, they're like, I go above and beyond for oh, them, yeah. like emotionally. And I remember my, my daughter, Felicia, when, when her wedding and I couldn't even give a speech. I couldn't get three words out because I started to cry. Dude. Yeah, man. I, that whole father daughter dance, I cried. I, I I couldn't hold it. I loved her so. It was so much yeah. for me emotional. I can't get past it. Yeah, man. Like I had had to ask Iman, maybe almost a month later. I asked Iman. I was like, Hey, do you remember what I said? I just remember this. I remember when I said my speech. And I turned it over to Oscar and Iman. They they were going to close it out. Um, I remember going back to the table and Sal was like, bro, you got me all up in my feels. Like, we had that moment because that's Sal's brother, biological brother. And But uh-huh. I see Sal and, and Hot Dog like my my brother, yep. you know, like family. Um, but it was just speaking it from the heart, like just saying what they what it really what it comes down to, what it really is about them. And I was just like, man, I they replayed it. They're like, yeah, we have it. Yvonne said, yeah, my I think one of my my answer, Oscar's mom uh, recorded it. Oh, and she wow. posted it on Facebook And I was like Orale. That's cool So I got to hear everything I said Because it was in that moment It was quick Remember it was it yeah. was quick Even everybody was like I didn't know you were going to do speech I was like neither did I <laughs> But I just I felt like I had to And it was really cool So to me I, That's my two favorite My least favorite thing I don't think <laughs> Just right now in the moment Technology Technology, oh computers, yeah, yeah computers, a- hard drives. Um, I think that's my one thing. Um, just because right now what I'm going through, everybody hates that. Though. Yeah, he just like triggered. No, yeah, no. yeah, you're you know, right. it, it, it's just that. Um, there's nothing as far as DJing, DJing goes behind turntables. Um, that I don't like, or, or you know, rolling up or driving or um, cleaning up stuff around here at the. I think it's just more. Not understanding the the techie part of it, like why all of a sudden my hard drive was not being read by my computer. Not only that, I mean, look at my experience. Yeah, a month ago, I'm going through that right now. Now, five weeks ago, exactly. And like your 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 face right now. When I saw I saw it happen to you, yeah. you open up your computer and nothing happened. You're like, what the f? Yeah, my music's gone. It's not Everything reading it. Like whoa. I'm like I'm speechless, dude. I'm like I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do. You didn't know what to do. I mean, you had an idea. Yeah, but you don't know what to do. It's like, what if it doesn't work? I, oh, tons of freaking thoughts go goes well, through your head. I had to call my wife. We did the same step. We don't know. She was like, I don't know what we did different. Nothing came back. Everything is just fully gone. Um, it, it's now reading it. It's now reformatted again, but it's not there. So. I think for me, the least part that I kind of don't like, it's just the techie part. And I think because I don't understand it. I'm not a computer savvy person. Um, Same here, brother. I I think that's just it for me. I think for that, Joe, I think it's just that. Mm-hmm. So, well, all right. What else we got, Joe? Okay. So, second question is, do you see yourself DJing for the rest of your life? Oh. And if not, for how long? Damn, I'm over I'm over the hill, brother. I say <laughs> yes on that one. <laughs> I say yes. You made it. <laughs> I say Yes. No, I, I do see myself DJing and because Joe has shown an interest in the last month since he stopped going to school and graduated. He, he has shown a huge interest in learning the process 
and he's building his own crates he downloads his own music mm-hmm. and he's doing his own thing right so the answer for that is yes i would and only to help him grow right you know i had nobody teach me yeah other than getting being influenced by other friends that that you know from the bay when i first started uh-huh besides that no one sat me down and said you need to do this listen for that listen to this and you mm-hmm. did you need to memorize this nobody told me i had to like learn on my own when all of this was happening there was no youtube folks nope there was no youtube there was only magazines radio uh yeah rate magazine interviews with with other djs i've made it yeah. from chicago bad boy bill and la I, I brought it up one time who who inspired you the most was a question yeah. and that's why because at that point those inspirations were more genuine and more heartfelt for me because there was no internet i don't really i don't feel i connect with um the djs that have their 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 shows like dj spinelli uh from back east he's got great information but i don't feel i connect not in a bad way no but before i would buy these magazines this rolling stone magazines where yeah. they actually interviewed you know cameron paul and whatever not from the bay area right so to me those those were like epic for me epic information valuable right so that's that's why i say yes i do see myself see like for us back in the day djs wouldn't talk about their tricks and uh their playlists or give up the information dj industry it's kind of like it's changed yes from when i first started it has definitely changed um I would um, say evolved. What do you evo- think? Evolved. evolved. There you go. Evolved. Evolved into something great now because now, and there's still some DJs that still kind of hold to that, to their old ways of not being, not sharing their, their, the information, like where they download their music and, and stuff like that. That's where I'm going with it. Um, now there's so many DJs that can teach you how to scratch. Now there's YouTube. There's a school, you know, there's a school down South, uh, beat junkies and then yes. scratch Academy. Um, I didn't go to school for that. I didn't know that there was a school for that until like maybe a few years later. And the Scratch Academy was, I think, the first one. Um, then the Beat Junkies came out with them with one. Um, and again, going to school for DJing, like DJ school, that doesn't make you. Uh, it makes you a DJ, but not. I don't know how to say. It. Like I don't want to do. I don't. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but. You have to do the time and you have to learn the business side of it and you have to learn the customer service of of being a DJ as far as, you know, that goes to me. I, I don't know if there's again, because I don't know. I don't know if the schools are teaching them that. Um, but I think, um, yeah, like when, like going back to what you said back in the day, there was no YouTube. Right. I was very blessed to meet Sal and him wanting to teach me. Right. Going that extra mile of him letting me borrow his equipment back mm-hmm. in the days. You wouldn't let just. Right. Anybody touch your equipment There was times where DJs wouldn't let any other DJ touch their equipment Unless if it was their best friend mm-hmm. like It was their best friend Like you know I remember back in the day Because uh, Sal taught me this Dude let them jump on See what they could do Like who cares Like you know It's just equipment You can replace it Yep You know he, He's always shown me that And I've always used to tell DJ Oh jump on Like I don't care Like dude you can have all my music But if you don't know what to do with it You know mm-hmm. Um so to answer, it makes sense. It yeah, makes total sense. So I, I you know, I kind of relate to what you're saying. You know, um, to me, I do see myself DJing, but I also see myself producing more. 
there you go i want to i want to start learning how to produce i want to start learning how to do um you know building bliss radio there you go going into that uh definitely because uh i can i want to i want to expand on that right like, on the producing Absolutely. like on the producing side of it making sure that we we you know bliss radio grows and um you know as little by little i'm starting i'm learning how to do this um starting to edit starting to do all that uh, managing the station um uploading episodes and stuff like that but to me i can see myself djing i think for the rest of my life yeah every now and then i mean whether it's not djing maybe it's producing or or, or project managing you know like how you you know yeah exactly when one of the things i do like to bring up is maybe i won't be in front of a club at the age of 60 (laughs) even now i I stopped doing clubs for the same reason who wants a 50 year old at the club come on you don't look 50 though i know bro everybody tells me that you don't look 50 but still i don't see myself being at the club and they say who cares your skills you do this you do that like who cares just the music no one's gonna care i care I care. See. I care. It's a self-image, I, I I presume, but I still want to be part of it. If yeah. I can help this uh, Joe, my knucklehead here, grow. Hex, yeah, go for a son. Knock yourself out. I'm gonna be there every step if you like. I can see myself doing nightclubs and festivals. There you festivals go. is the one. Festivals. I don't think they they don't care about the age there. And again, they don't care about the age anyway. As long as you're playing great music. But I'm there. For me, (laughs) for me, I'm like I think I'm gonna do festivals, more festivals, produce more music. uh, You know, do that. The nightclub feel for a minute. Yeah, for a minute there, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of done with the nightclub. But I'm like, yeah, I didn't get enough time in the nightclub scene. You know, even though I did it, and I, you know, I had a lot of fun doing it. But I still have like that niche. Like I feel like. I'm still not done doing something there. Okay. You know? Okay. So, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I think so. For me, yeah. Uh, hopefully we got to answer that person's question. Anything else, Joe? Well, the last question is, how do you select what songs or edits to download? Oh. Uh, I'll take that. <clears throat> All right. All right. So, for me, before my computer crashed, it was very, very difficult. It was very difficult because I would type in a song and it would not come up. And I knew I had it. For some reason, I always thought, oh, well, I might, I must have deleted it long ago and whatever, whatever. So when all of that happened, I had to go back to my natural instinct on which I was taught on. You listen to the music, listen to the lyrics, not memorize every lyric on each song because it's impossible. But I had that advantage. If you remember, I said in the past that I grew up alone, uh, only child, respectively. And all I had to do was turn on the radio. That's all we had. I didn't even have a TV at home. I didn't get a... a I had... Eventually, my dad bought a TV, a black and white, 12-inch black and white TV. Mm-hmm. That was it. Three channels. ABC, NBC, and CBS. That's go. it. And then fourth channel, Telemundo came on like late years later, but... <laughs> What, what I'm saying is I had nothing to do Other than listen To music mm-hmm. And Muscle memory And subliminally I still remember the lyrics Cause just You just heard the last set I played Yeah man That's that was old fire. school song That I would listen to And then now I listen to To the music It's like Oh I remember this song So Fast forwarding To now is I listen to the song And I feel it I have to feel the lyrics And 
every mix that I do, the lyrics have to co- coincide with the next song and the previous song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the song that I played from the 1960s, it was it was uh, sampled in the in the Men in Black Three. Yeah. Which is perfect for that song because they're singing about how do you get your 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 husband or your boyfriend to come to you it's like yeah. baby that that is it, it touches that little part that 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 those lyrics right there will get me and, and I'll remember to play the next song. Nice. So it's not like I I have a. It's easier now mm-hmm. because I use Crate Hackers. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's easier to find, but Crate Hackers doesn't give me. It doesn't. It doesn't give me where to place the song. Where to? Where to? Hot cue it to a certain part of the song. Correct. Because if you play the whole song, it's just like what happened here. Like that yeah. was a dead air. Like you have to listen and follow along, mm-hmm. so it can match and people can relate to the mix and still dance and make it enjoyable for everybody. Is there? So that's what I do on how to prepare. Okay. Just basic skills. For me, how do I decide what? Read that question one more time, Joe. It's how do you um wait, hold on. Wait, that's see. While he's doing <laughs> that, one of the things that I that I have done with, with Joe, and it's difficult nowadays, is to teach somebody how to listen to songs because they want to look at the wave pa- pattern. Okay? And the way I showed them how to do that is to actually listen, is to amplify his hearing ability. Mm-hmm. And that was through blindfolding. I actually blindfolded him and let him play vinyl. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That way he can capture and feel the music. Yeah. And he put like a cover on the screen. So if I even took off the blindfold, the screen would be covered. That's smart. Yeah. 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 That's the way to do it. Because otherwise he won't remember the song. I, I mean, at least I feel that he won't connect with the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but what's the next question? No. Uh, what, what, what was that question? I'm sorry. Yeah, the same question is how do you select what songs or edits to download? So for me... I have to hear It just depends So if I'm downloading for Let's say for Like this weekend's wedding it, It's uh, La reggaeton uh, Upbeat Club style music So to me um, I'll kind of select Something with energy Something That is not too over the top That You know You can tell When the, when, when there's so much a beat, So much energy to it It's like Okay this is more Festival vibe-ish and, Okay You know like I have to Has to have like a smooth vibe to it uh, Listening to it Thinking about what song I'm going to play with it Next scene, Thinking of the moment That when I'm going to play that song um, The edit The edit the Depending on the editor who, Who's the who's the DJ that edited that song um, What remixer You know created it uh, If it has a great job If it has a great intro If it has a great hype intro um, If it's I think if it has like has to have like a great intro, great hype intro, um, and a great remix to it, just to see that it just fits for for the for the moment. You know, that's the way I, I see it. Um, usually, when I download music, I'm it's late at night, baby's already asleep, wife's uh, working on her stuff on her computer, I'm working on mine. I just throw on the headphones, and I have to just have to feel it like if i if it ain't if it ain't for me and there's songs that i'm just like i wouldn't have downloaded it but that's just you know my my particular style of you know what i like to play Mm -hmm. or the you know i guess you can say that um for bliss radio i always try to give something different 
every week whether if it's let's say the one song but I, like if there's a different remix i try to look for something different from that song um you know just the energy has to have some a great energy a uh, great recording too that to me is everything great quality record, quality Bitrate. yeah man like quality like it has to just be clean like it has it can't be like there's some that have low volume low volume and you can barely you know mm-hmm. it, you can clean it up as best as possible yep. and it just doesn't sound good so to me it has to have all that like yeah. that's the way i see it and i go through maybe five different uh record pools mm-hmm. five different record pools uh if i have a song in mind i'll look for that song and all those five different record pools and if they have 30 sometimes 17 or 10 different versions of it i'll listen to all of them till i get the right one but yeah i have i go through five different record pool companies so funny you mentioned the record pools and i know that's controversial even there's videos out there there's you don't need that many songs you don't you only need like three or four edits of each song you right. know clean dirty intro and whatever radio version mm-hmm. or a remix i forget what it anyway i personally disagree mm-hmm. because i'm paying 30 dollars a month for a record pool that i have access to every song thousands and hundreds of thousands of songs in that record pool so i'm gonna get my money's worth yeah i'm gonna download everything i I listen to as many as i can yeah and download as fast as i can i do have additional hard drives at home and it does take up because it does take a lot of memory space yep yep but here here's the here's the catch going back to me how is it that i select it well that's why I'm able to come up with all these different songs or different edits every week Correct. for that same reason. I've been downloading since 2008, brother. Yeah. Same. They're, these, same. these edits are not brand new. They're like at least from 2012, 2011. Mm-hmm. So they just come up and I'm playing them today, 2023. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, mind you, when he said $30 for a record pool, that's each record pool. Yes. And that was on the cheap end. Yeah, that was on the cheap end. Now, I think they're more. I didn't want to go any higher, but... And I'm telling you, if you're a DJ and you're listening to this, take advantage of this. Download as many as you can now because there is the, these record pools are actually talking to them, each other, and they are doing an invisible code, an invisible code where if you share the song with somebody else, it'll pop up in their drop in there and they'll get an email. They get, they'll get a notification. Mm-hmm. And they will call the police on you. See, that'll happen. <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> but you know what? That I remember that's absolutely correct what you're saying. Because I remember back in the day, the, certain editors would put locks on their on the tracks. Mm-hmm. It would have a little lock on it where you couldn't transfer it out. Where it would just give you a warning sign. Mm-hmm. So they used to do that back in the day also. I was just like, yeah, these guys are, are getting smarter because they're losing money. Oh yeah, and they're charging over fifty, forty bucks, fifty bucks for if you want premium package where you can download anything you want, like almost fifty bucks for each side. I'm like, all right. So if you're gonna code the music, bring down the damn price, yeah. bring the price down back to at least the thirties, because if you don't want me sharing with my friends, mm-hmm. okay, and you're you're gonna track it through my IP address as far as how often and how who else has it, yeah, I'm okay with that, but. Bring the, the price, price down. down. Bring yeah. Them, yeah, bring it back down, folks. 
either that or give a throw a shirt every every month now here and there. Right. Like, give a, give us some free merch. I mean, I'm pr- I produce my own edits most of the time. Yeah. So it's not a big deal, but for the rest of the folks who aren't producers and just don't have whatever they're not. Yeah. That's gonna hurt their budget, man. See, and that's where I want to go. I want to start learning how to produce some more music. I, oh, yeah. I have a few edits that I play here and there, nothing big, but just like uh start learning how to do that part, like the producing part of it. Yeah. Start definitely doing that. But man, that was really cool. Joe, do we have anything else? I uh, know that was all. Just that three questions. Oz, did you get anything on your end? I did not get anything on my end this all week, right. folks. That is all mm-hmm. gravy. That is no all. one showed me love. <laughs> it is all gravy. Well, you guys, Coffee and Records, episode 26. That was DJ Oz, man. Thank you so much for holding it down, brother. Um, we'll be back this Friday. Hope you guys are enjoying your hump day. Hope you're enjoying whatever day of the week you are listening to us. Make sure you guys are following at Bliss Events Group. Make sure you guys are following at DJ underscore OZ underscore 408. Make sure you guys are following at DJ Sal Cortez. Make sure you guys are following at DJ Davey D Bliss. Make sure you guys are following myself at DJ JR Perez on all platforms. If you guys have any requests, any questions, make sure you DM us, DM any of us, and they'll send the questions over to Coffee and Records. Make sure you guys are on the lookout. Sal Cortez is bringing his episode. Debuting when? Debuting sometime next week, I believe. Um, shooting this pilot, Davy's pilot, it's gonna be coming soon to you guys. Uh, make sure you guys stay are, tuned. Stay tuned for all those shows coming to you guys. Oz's show is gonna be coming also as well. So make yes, sure you guys sir. are tuning in for all that. Um, goal right here for uh, Bliss Radio is to make it grow. Um, try to get as many shows as possible. Right uh, for right now, we're gonna be sh- uh, debuting them by day. Once we get more shows, more traction. It'll just be like a regular radio station. That's right, folks. From five to seven, it'll be so and so, and from seven to nine, and it'll be somebody else, and from nine to twelve, it'll be somebody else, and you know, little by little, we're gonna be growing, and that's where I want it. Yes, I sir. want Bliss Radio to grow that big. It'll be like the Avenger, folks. Yes, we everybody's are. Everybody's gonna have their own show, their own episodes, <laughs> their own movies, their own <laughs> so series. Come watch them all. <laughs> come watch all. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you guys on Friday. Let's say we're doing an outdoor venue. Oh, yeah. And it's outdoors. Outdoors. I'm sorry. Let's say we're doing an outdoor venue. (laughs) (laughs) And it's cold outside. That's what I meant to say, folks. The caffeine's kicking in, bro. Yeah, you did.